fucking arguing with them all morning. Uh, before we even get started uh, this morning, I just wanted to say uh, rest in peace to Solo Doe. Happy birthday, brother man. Um, you are missed. You are a legend amongst legends. Definitely a legend, man. Solo Doe, R.I.P. My dude, Dorian, man. One of the greatest, not just at being a family man that he was, being a community leader, but in hip-hop, the culture that we love and that everyone, you know, likes to intimidate. Uh, was it called um imitate mm-hmm. he was really one of the leaders in uh the break dancing the graffiti you know the hip-hop the scenes you know what i'm saying so shout out to um solo do a legend uh, not just a central district legend but a seattle legend um sending him much love to the dynast family absolutely uh, much love to you guys and um hope you guys can all have fun and just think of the best things and what he left you with on this day so yes sir happy birthday brother love. man and um i want to send a shout out to Someone special to me and my brother, um, Jason Lee Tucker. He was uh, our cousin who was like an older brother, raised in the same household. Um, a cat from the streets, but had a huge heart, took care of me and Ronnie showed us a lot. Um, he literally uh, he literally raised us, you know what I'm saying, uh, until his time to go. You know what I'm saying? So he died in 04. Today's his birthday as well, so happy birthday to you, Jason. JTT, BG Maniac, whatever you know him by. You're definitely a legend. He was definitely a game member, but he was a legend. <laughs> he was known for that. And this was in the 90s. This ain't that 2000 new shit. We respect our legends. So, we give yeah, them their flowers. Yeah. Let them know what they mean to us. So I love you very much, and I miss you. And um, be with Tiana. You know she misses you. Um, and be with your grandson. You're a granddad now, nigga. So be with him, man. I love you very much, Jason. In my culture, death is not the end. It's more of a stepping off point. You reach out with both hands and bust and segment. They lead you into the green veld where you can run forever. The words of the uh, almighty, the royal, the amazing Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther. Our superhero for not this year, not this decade, but the fucking century. Absolutely. A hundred um, years, man. It never been, might not ever be. I want to say rest in peace to Mr. Chadwick Boseman, um, who has one of the most sparkling, amazing, immaculate resumes uh, in Hollywood. Um, our legend, our hero, our Black Panther, um, our king. Uh, the news hit, what was it, Friday evening, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I saw it on Instagram. You know, it was announced by his family, which is an amazing thing in this day and age because TMZ is always all over everything. And and one thing that my homegirl said that I just, besides his situation, I respect everyone around him for being loyal, not leaking it, not right. talking about it. Had no idea. You've seen those stories. It's hard enough for you to go through that, watching someone you love fight for their life, but to but to hold your secret, to you know say, hey, this is what you want me to do, then I'm going to do it. Like I admire not only his life, his legacy, what he left us with, but the people around him says a lot about who he was. Right. Because this was their business to handle, and that's exactly what they did, and I respect them too because it wasn't a messy situation. Like you said, when T – I found out about Leah dying from TMZ. Shit's trash. I hated – I didn't like it before, mm. but I hated it ever since then. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that has to hurt. You know, the, the respect for the family and for the friends and for the person who has passed away, you don't have. You're trying to break a story. I hate that shit, so – Rest in peace, Mr. Chadwick Boseman. This is a man's world. 
sang some of the songs himself, recorded some of his own vocals. He said that this is one of his favorite songs ever. Uh, so I just wanted to, you know, make sure that we paid, um, pay respect, make sure we honor his name, uh, you know, through the works that we all do. Spoken so highly of in Hollywood circles, it's heartbreaking um, just seeing the amount of people that he's worked with, the lives that he's touched, you know. There was an interview that he did. Uh, where he spoke on two young kids who had terminal cancer. Yeah, I've seen that interview. You know, and he was talking about, you know, how um, they just went to hold on until the premiere of Black Panther. They just wanted to see the movie, yeah. And uh, just to know that he's been dealing with cancer since uh, 2016, stage three. Um, for that not to get out, for him to have gone through countless surgeries and countless performances and, you know, all the different treatments and all that, you know, this is a working man, mm-hmm. you know, to... to it was heartbreaking, you know. Very me, much so. Me having to explain that to Summer. No, and that's what that. I was going to get to um, was the kids that affected it. It's hard. You don't want to tell your kid that. And sometimes you don't. But this day and age with the internet, with tablets and iPads and iPhones, everything kids are on, mm-hmm. they're going to see it. They're going to see it. And yeah. um, it's just best you explain to them the best way because it's, it's breaking a lot of hearts. My nephew, you know, he's uh, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Shit, he's 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 really messed up. Yeah, and just to think about it, from him being twelve, you know, that's twelve years. It's two thousand and twenty. That's only two thousand eight. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere yeah. around there. You know, he it's, hasn't seen too many black heroes, superheroes, superheroes especially. Um, I think now that we're starting to see, um, you know, obviously with the success of Black Panther, and then um, uh, what you call us on TV now. Uh, I got his name. I got to ask Dev. Uh, there's a black superhero. Man, what is my guy's name? Well, Luke Cage. I mean, nah, not Luke Cage. I mean, that is another one as well. But yeah. it's on a, the CW. I want to say Static Shock, but it's not Static Shock. He has electric powers as well. Okay. But just you know, just the influx of black superheroes. You know, whose success or just their acceptance on in Hollywood and on TV was yeah. was made that way by the success of Black Panther. Literally, after Black Panther came out and they seen Absolutely. the world record breaking sales and attendance and everything, you start seeing. Um, Black heroes. You start seeing the Black Lightnings. You start seeing Black um, Lightning. That's what it was. Um, you start seeing um, what's the little kid's name? Um, Miles Morales. No, no, no. The little kid who had the power and um, he was on Netflix. My oh, doc- raising um, raising Dan- 
Dion. Raising Dion. Dion, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you start seeing different things like that. And um, it's something that a lot of black kids when I was younger was already into, but we had to find it through books. Right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't on TV that much. It wasn't in commercials. Yeah. yeah, we had to get into books and read books to see that. So, um, I really want to send him a lot of love, and not only him, but people who... It was a process. People who who picked him to do the movie, you know, the directors, everything. Thank everybody for that experience. You know what I'm saying? Because he did many other great movies. You know, Jackie's one. That's one of my favorite movies. Forty two. He killed that shit, yeah. Jackie Robinson. He killed that man. He played Thurgood Marshall also. Yep. Played uh, James Brown. Mm-hmm. I'm playing this song right now. You mean the world to me. Um, Tony Braxton said that their, um, I guess their uh, makeup artists were friends, and he used to call her, you know, while he was sick. And have her sing this song to him is one of his favorite songs, and so I just want to make sure that we pay uh, tribute to an amazing man. You know, uh, I know you know we've all heard the stories about how Felicia Rashad was one of his mentors. You know, while he was in school, how uh, Denzel Washington paid his tuition, you know, or gave him like a scholarship or a sponsorship uh, while he was in school to help him get through. You know, without those individuals, there would be no Chadwick Boseman. So this is why we make sure that we give our legends flowers. You know why they here? Even with even with Felicia Rashad popping up in that Drake video last year, you know we all had a good laugh at that. It's like she's a legend. You know what I mean? Legendary. And when you're doing it so long, you can only get better. So she's really like somebody mama in there talking shit. Yes, so it just makes yeah. it better. You know, <laughs> we really somebody's been doing it, and it's like okay, not only we see her, remember her, but you know this is why she's been good so long, doing this so long. Mm-hmm. This is her role, mama, auntie. You know, someone in the family who's a, a stern, um, a pillar, but. Back to Chad, man. I thank you for giving my nephews inspiration. Let them see a black hero playing that role to the motherfucking T. I don't think you could find. I wouldn't put anyone else. There's nobody right. else I think that could do what you did in that moment of um, not only being a superhero, but being a man, being in love, yeah. being a child, missing his father, looking for heritage. You know, everything that went into Honoring that movie. Respecting his mother. Yeah, you played that shit to the T, man. And I think that's how you were in real life. It only translates. You know, right. we can act all we want to, but. Where you carried yourself in real life Man I see nothing but greatness So thank you for being who you were Who you are And we're never going to forget you It is going to be impossible man You know not just with us But you got generations after us That's going to raise your name high So um, we just ask that you That that your family is uh, covered with God's love And you know that It it takes time But you will be celebrated Through all the time And and with that same um, With that same commitment With that same fervor uh, Again you know Raising someone up like Solo Doe who, you know, impacted so many of us and so many of our lives, you know, just in the city, um, you know, to the entire Diners family. I know that, you know, even on this day, we're supposed to be celebrating the life of, you know, uh, your brother, your son, your nephew, your cousin, your father. Um, you know, we, there's those of us who are still sad about everything happening. For sure. And I know you are as well. But yeah. And I'm trying to, like, pick my energy up, you know. Oh, we're going to get to it's it. Just, we're going to uh, get to it. But uh, we have a we got we to gotta deal with it. That's yeah. what we got to learn as black people to process things. To, 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 to let it out You know we hold in so much And act like We act so tough And oh this don't affect me And no You know Somebody said that uh, Black people have been mourning All 2020 We've been mourning And today we lost um, What's my man's Cliff name? Rest <sighs> peace to him too um, Was to it Cliff Robinson Cliff Robinson Yeah yep. Another NBA great Who obviously Helped And showed a lot of people Love who came under him Because I've seen a lot A lot of great people Show him nothing but love And tell stories You know From Allen Iverson To um even LeBron had a story when he came in as 19 years old in the mm-hmm. league. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So, you know, you don't even have to be a pop star in basketball to reach out, to have reach, to have power, to have love. And it seemed like Cliff Robinson definitely held that down. Uh, John Thompson, legendary coach at uh, Georgetown. 
He saved my dude, man. Passed away. Uh, saved either, my guy. Either late last night or this morning. Um, it's just so, so many of our legends. You know what I mean? We're getting older. We're getting older, man. Ugh. We're losing who we was watching growing up. It's like our time to just, it's so many people, bro. It so lets, many people. But it lets me know that it's our time to step into that into that role, you know I'm saying, to become a legend. Yeah. To become legendary with not just, you know, within our communities, but also nationwide. That's, yeah. what, that's what we've been called for. Uh, and called to do. Um, another one of our legends that's receiving the flowers is uh, Lil Wayne. Matter of fact, man, let me. Man, listen. <sighs> He's still here. Real quick. He's still here, and I'm going to give him to him. Take a deep here, breath man. real quick. And uh, we, he's, hey, no ceilings hey. on all DSPs. Let's get it. Even though the Drought 3 is the greatest mixtape of all time. Don't get that mistake. Is it? Don't get, don't get that fucked up. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> no mistake was fucking with the drop three. So. No, 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 my favorite mixtape ever is a Little Wayne mixtape, but it's not the drop three. It's the best mixtape of all time is the drop three. All right, there's a difference between the favorite and the best. All right. So I Nice in the vein. Flow. Well, I don't really smoke well, black people. If you stay with them, then y'all in the same boat. Eat water corner, fishing for a dollar. You could join the salad. I'm splitting your tomato. Ball cause I got her. You love me in the morning. I told her I'm a king. The mother niggas Prince Charming. She love to rock my mic. She say there's nothing like performing. Man, I'm in love with a grill, George Foreman. Forewarning. Young money's on, and we can shoot it out. I got the money drawn. Yeah, take that to the bank with you. I rock my head to the side like I paint pictures. Smoke weed, talk shit like Lane Kiffin. Whole country in recession, but we ain't different. Huh? And I'm a made back rider, haven't drove it one time. I got a cool black driver, can't walk around with guns. I got a dude that got him. Don't worry if I'm shooting long as you get shot. And I'm a beast. I'm a pit bull. I get my ass kissed. I get my dick pulled. I'm, I'm a beast. I'm a big boy, I got my money right, I got my clip full. <laughs> yeah, it's like seven in the morning. Like this whole shit rock. I'm up for whoever no opponent, nigga. Stop the you track, let me relish in the moment, nigga. Now bring the motherfucker back, cause I'm zoning, nigga. I go hard like Raphael the darling. If the bitches Come weren't on. having, then I bet we have them all. And man, I'm so high, it's like an everlasting fall. And I'm charging these hoes like women basketball. Uh. I bet that chopper get his mind right. Leave a hole in his chest like a line bite. Superhero call like a crime fight. I see big cheese. You niggas blind mice. Uh, T Street still roll with me. Still sticking to the script like, like Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Need the man hit? We are those hitmen. He stopped running. The bullet holes didn't. Uh, basically, I'm still a monster. Till a fat lady sang, I come to kill a opera. Y'all too plain. I'm a helicopter. My words keep going. Y'all not fucking like with this you're waiting his flowers. Get that man paid. Bitch. I get big checks. Nike town, bitch. Yeah, me, mug. Bobby Brown shit. In the flag red. Like clown lips. Uh, T, I can't stop going. Drop my best shit. Like the cowboys. Drop boys. I'm the best to ever do it. Motherfucker, I know it. No ceiling. God damn it. Not a fucking guy showing Man, no ceilings out on all DSPs, man. Go uh, go download that shit or go listen to that shit. And if you want the OG shit, go to datpip.com. They got all the fucking songs. Wayne's Wayne's not who he was. I, I don't care. Messi Mars not who he was. I will not. That's I'm one still, thing. You know, we don't go off the past and all that, but yeah. you can't erase a catalog of art. That's the artist. You yeah. can't. You know what I'm saying? As ugly as Mona Lisa is, ain't nobody tarnished her yet. Okay. So, I seen you know bitch. 
Huh? When I went to Paris, I seen that brat. Yeah, okay. she ugly as fuck. Yeah, I don't fuck my dude, bitch. But um, that's a dude, bitch. But in music, while we're here, I want to shout out uh, Sunny Kid and Mafia D. They just shot a video for the song "My Niggas," and um, it's oh, just based about people they miss, and you know, we lost a lot of people. So, um, we'll it was actually video. a live video. Is it? A, uh, it was a dope. Um, oh, I don't, I don't know if it's on platforms, video? but they, it was a it was a live video. Man, we had a lot of a lot of great people there. Um, shot by Lando. Um. Great, great uh, producer and director. Mafi, man, send me the shit, man. We'll play that shit on the pod. Yeah, nah, we're gonna play it for sure, for sure. But I was at the video shoot. Mm-hmm. It was dope, man. Fun, a lot of good energy. Seattle and Tacoma linked up and made a hit. So, nice. um, it was a good one. Shout out to uh, Av too, man. He got the shit with the Baby. Ah, oh, man, Av's going hard right now, man. He's putting in a lot of work. Past 10, 12 years. What's now he's just shit? stepping it up. Him, uh, it's Twin Chops. The shit with a uh, no, 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 not not Av shit. I'm talking about um, Mafi's joint. I think it's my niggas or why they have to be my niggas. I can't remember. I'll find it out here. Yeah. Oh, why? Oh, I see it. I see it right here. We'll yeah. play that. That actually be the joint we play at the end of the joint. Okay. All right, man, let's get to this fucking shit. Oh, excuse me. Hella fruit this morning. All right. Sorry, guys. That was a little low energy intro. We apologize. However, we're going to get to the shit. I'm upset. I'm hella upset. I've been fucking upset. I try to tell niggas. See, when I come on here and I speak to people, bro, I try to warn people. I try to give people the truth. I try to let people know real shit. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this for a minute now. Okay. I've been saying, don't let your friends get you into some bullshit. I've been saying that. Oh, man. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Right? I've been saying to motherfuckers, bro, your real friend's not going to get you involved in no shit. Real shit. Your friend's not going to let you relive trauma, enter you into no dangerous positions mm-hmm. in your life. They're not going to help you. I've been seeing so much shit People fighting battles That ain't theirs Yeah Right I've been seeing so many people Just out and about Just spreading their people's business All on the internet Getting your friends involved In drama and shit like that You're not letting your people heal This moves me into my next topic that I really want to get into About ladies receiving counseling Cause All we keep hearing Is just this rhetoric About men And men needing counseling Men need therapy Yada yada I've said From the beginning of me Growing and reading And learning about mental health And spirituality Listen I have said Black people I hate when people say Men or women Black people Need counseling Off top I don't care if you think You're from Mayberry With both parents We have a trauma That goes Genetically um, hereditary Like we have a trauma That goes beyond Us experiencing And being alive We were born With post-traumatic syndrome We have genetic things To where people don't have Where we are scared Of certain things Or have certain phobias Every black person At a certain age If not You know Pre-teens or whatever I believe you should be In counseling Or just talking to someone Therapist Psychiatrist Whoever you feel like Qualifies for your mental needs you need to literally go talk to them about your blackness, about your upbringing, about what you don't know, what you want to know, and um, it'll help you a lot in life. It really will. So I, I, I agree, Reese. I hate when they just say men, you know, yep. men need it for sure. Of course. Of but course women need it, if not as much, way more because of things they've endured. And so I would, I would say that, especially when it comes to like sexual traumas. I know that I may not be the person that should be delivering this message, maybe. I don't know. Fuck people. But... <laughs> You know, uh, women have endured a lot more sexual traumas just uh, yeah. by the numbers. You know, the by the have. numbers, but and, so, and um, by the social injustices too. Not just with us being black, but right. You got to think women. about yeah, being women. Period. Because uh, it's dangerous out here for women, right? Very. Um, so that brings me to the point: women, you guys need therapy as well. Don't just put it off on us and say men need to go fix yourself. I asked a question, ladies, what's the best way to support you? And, and one of the uh, young ladies responded and said, "Support yourselves, go get therapy." But that came from someone who I know for a fact needs their own form of therapy. You guys can't just keep putting this on us. Ladies, go through your traumas. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, work, be able to work that out. Get a good group of friends around you. Get people that's not going to help you relive your traumas. It's not going to put you in no dangerous position. It's not going to blast your information all over the internet. That's not going to blast your, you know, your ex-boyfriend over so that you and that person's going through because they have a grudge or have a vendetta. None of my friends do that. At the time that my friends wanted to do that for me, I told them not to do that. Yeah. Please don't help. Please don't assist in other people looking down on having something to say about me. No, for real. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support and all that. I really do. Like, it's invaluable. However, let's not do that. And in return, I would never do that to you either. Not at all. Really, he's one of my best friends. We've had to, uh, he's gone through some shit that I would never air out. No. Even as he's talking about it on the internet, I don't even need, feel the need to contribute to it. Yeah. If that's his thing, if that's, that's his where, thing. how he wants to express yeah. himself, that's fine. As one of his friends, I need the conversations that we're going to have are offline. Yeah. I'm not going to go to your ex, your baby's mom, or whatever, you know, whoever, and discuss that. I'm not going to put that online. Let's argue with that person. Yeah. None of that, bro. Let's keep that, you know, between us because that person is inconsequential. Yeah. yeah it doesn't fuck them. It doesn't it doesn't need, make us or break us basically, right. yeah. and I need you to heal. Yeah, and I need to be part of that healing process. Yeah. That's my obligation as a friend. Yeah, no, it, no matter how you come in as a friend, as long as it's about healing, right? You know what I'm saying? Even if I'm wrong or whatever it is, hey, look, I feel you, but look, check this out. Yep. That's what it is. You Absolutely, know what I'm and um, you know, a lot of these ladies like to, are starting to put is what I'm seeing. Uh, they're starting to put off a lot of their. Um, the processes for them to heal, you know, and they're, and they're putting aside these things that can actually help them help the them moment. heal, and they don't want to. That's that's what my ex because because uh, oh, yeah. a lot of us, uh, you know, a lot of well, a lot of us do this just as men or people. Period. But I know men do it. I know women do it. You, you put off a lot of your hurt and your pain on the other person. On the person, you give an energy that wasn't given to you by this person, and that's like my last relationship. So I understand wholeheartedly how someone can harbor energy that you're not giving them. Right. So that means that's coming from somewhere that I had. I've never helped that grow from. I didn't plant the seed. None of that. So that's coming from your childhood, from a previous relationship, or something to where you have to figure that out to grow and go forward with not just who you're with, but yourself. When I was uh, going through therapy, because um, I really, really needed it. Yeah. As I was going through therapy, um, all I remember was the bad shit, right? Yeah. And my therapist told me there had to be some amazing times. You guys were together for X amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Like there were probably more good times than bad. The bad just outshadows the good right now because mm-hmm. you're going through it. Yeah. There's a dark cloud above you, you know. But once those rain clouds go away, you're left with nothing but sunshine. Yeah, You have to start to uncover the sunshine. And so when I started doing that, I started remembering all the positive things about my relationship. And, and things you learned also. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I started taking accountability for my own actions. Mm-hmm. And I started remembering, hey, a lot of this was sunshines and rainbows. A lot of it really was. Yeah. You know. And Facebook will remind you because then you'll have the. Yeah. <laughs> the memories. is yeah. like, hey, remember this nigga? Exactly. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, But then when I started speaking on. My relationship my, or my old relationship positively, and I started remembering like all the good shit and started speaking positively yeah. of that person. A lot of people around me was like, "Why are you saying all this shit? Why are you saying all this?" Positive I mean, shit? And, and that's 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 with saying being one of those people. I would speak from my my stand ground is um my standing point is saying uh, I've watched you hurt. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and I'm trying to heal with someone that you want to heal with, but sometimes like I went through, like I had to. Um, go through in my situation and it's just like sometimes that person meant to heal without you they're meant to go through things yeah, that's gonna teach them things without you so I'm on the outside looking in looking at you saying hey why are you being nice for being this but that's your healing process and also the fact of I'm not seeing the good out of it when you are so even being a friend you gotta check yourself times check yourself sometimes and say hey you know let this person deal with it how they deal with it everybody grieves differently everybody moves on differently 
you know, it is what it is. Some people got bumped their head 20 times. Some people, it's just once. Right. But you got to do what you got to do to learn. It's a process and it's your own. Right. There's not one blueprint to life. I don't I don't think that anymore. I used Absolutely to think, not, no. you know, we're, we're taught to raise a certain way and system to do I don't think there's a blueprint to life other than having faith in God or believing in something higher than yourself that you believe that is a, 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 a great, a great foundation to go off of. But other than that, you can't really say that in this lifetime, there's one way to do anything. It's not. Right. So those are your friends that are going through things, relationships and exes and all that. You know, support them. Just don't let them ruin themselves, wreck themselves, course, or hurt yeah. anyone else. Of course. And so, um, but I say that to say, you know, I was I was able to uncover those beautiful things by going to therapy. And I realized that when I hear a lot of women speak on their relationships, it's always the super negative shit, right? Yeah. It's always like you see on social media, it's always the super bad whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's always the, this nigga ain't shit. Or when you see the, the memes that are like, you know, if you could describe your ex in one word, what would it be? And then it's just a bunch of negative shit. I'm like, dog, you guys don't have nothing positive to say. Maybe you ladies are hurting. You ladies out there are hurting. Mm-hmm. You need to get some therapy. No, literally. Men as well. I'm not trying to exclude us from the oh, conversation. Oh, no. I, I, I'm a black man that went to therapy and needs more. But right. Uh, I, Absolutely, yeah. I'm just saying that women, because women, you guys endure a lot. You go through a lot. And I've watched women, you know, self-implode for holding things in and um, having to, you know, I'm cutting my hair off. I'm doing this. No, you just have to get therapy. You have yeah. to talk about things you've been through. And um, talk to somebody who's not biased and someone who has an open mind. Because um, even your friends can be toxic, ladies. Jesus fucking Christ. Man, I've seen the worst of them. I've seen some great You've ones, too. I've seen You've some seen great it? friends, and I've seen some worse friends. I've seen some. Oh, I've seen some bullshit, bro. I've seen some. Uh... We're not going to bash the ladies, though, because that's not what I do. <laughs> what I'm going to do is uplift you and say, go get help, counseling, therapy, for whatever it is you've been through that you might not want to talk to someone about or no new friends. someone might not understand. But do what you have to do to protect yourself. Health is wealth. It sounds cliche, but we are getting older. People are dying from everything, not just physical. You die from being mentally stressed out, mentally you ill. You die from anxiety. Literally. I was at work at Heart a panic attack. Heart fucking attack. Ask, uh, I remember, man, my guy, uh, Deshaun uh, Sazvali. Yeah. Um, I hope I didn't just butcher his last name, but uh, one of my old coworkers, and I was uh, working on Bellevue, and he saw me like having a panic attack like on the on the sales floor. He literally like helped me walk over to one of the side rooms that we had. Yeah. You know? Tears flooding down my face and shit like that. And it's like, bro, are you okay? You know, like, I appreciated that. But, like, that really affects people. I was in my room last year before Dave's event. Last yeah. year before uh, Dave had his release party for Blue. It was me, Kellen, uh, the hunger, Daniela, Dime was there. And we was listening to music, having a great time. And just hits you. Hits you like a fucking sack of bricks. Out of nowhere. And that's when I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't drink no more. Like, maybe I should just leave. That's when you went on the no drinking thing. I was like, I got I remember it. that. Yeah. And I've been drinking less. I got two bottles in the car right now, unfinished from the weekend. Like nice. After we left the thing the other night, yeah, left that shit in. Nice. You know, I'm cool. Yeah. Um, Triggers. Triggers. Boy, I'm triggers, boy. (laughs) You know, and you work through it. Yeah. You work through it. You Mm -hmm. know, you uh, you realize what the triggers are. You don't go head. You don't go head, but the trigger. No, 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 no. But you're gonna have to tap the trigger every now and again because you're gonna have to. You gotta learn how to deal with it. You can't sit the trigger to the side and say, "No, I'm masking it. I'm covering it," and then. Something else pulls a trigger, and now you're just going. Poof. But that anxiety lessens over time. It, it does. It becomes less of a trigger. It does. Over time. It does. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, um, Bible said he really kicked in and set in for me and helped uh-huh. me, you know, do a lot. I can't believe shit. that's <sighs> Negroes. You guys get on my nerves. Uh, no, you can't. I just like I don't even say no names, and I know it's not really serious like that. But oh, you can do Bible study and people pick at you. Yeah, thinking it's something else. It's been happening. 
That's crazy. When he sent, Reese sent me a scripture, a verse, then asked him to reply. I reply sometimes. I don't. He just does it because that's in his heart. And it's like when we see someone that's doing something that we are uncomfortable doing or we haven't done, then it's like judgmental time. It's judgy time. And I just don't like that because, you know what I'm saying, like I said before, there's no blueprint to life. The only thing I think you could believe in something higher than yourself, your family structure, you know, in God. So if Reese is sending scriptures that he think are affecting his life and maybe how he feels or what he's going to do with his life or where he's come from, then maybe you should just take a little bit of that. It's not my situation, but I could read this and say, I apply this here. I apply this there. But for those who pick and, and you got to let somebody grow no matter what it is, like, it's, it's better than sending porn links. I just don't like how black people, <laughs> you know, I, black people, you know, yeah. we, we judge each other for doing it, for not doing, you yeah. know. Um, I My dude, Spice Adams, made a skit that just, it, I watch it all the time. He was like, man, you can't even eat a salad around niggas. Like, he's oh, eating yeah. a salad in there. I've seen that. Oh, look at him, eating all healthy. Yeah. Oh, nigga trying to lose weight. Like, God, like, what do, what am I, what do you want me to do? Yeah, and, and what I realize is your problem's with that person. Isn't, your problem's not even really with what that person's doing, you know. It, um... Cause yeah, I have gotten a lot of just negative attention, you know. Yeah, like I'm trying to fish for something, reading the Bible scripture. Yeah, oh, you're a Jesus freak now. Oh, you're the fam. I don't at this point. I don't really care. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that, that, and you're not supposed to because you know what your intentions are. Yeah, and I send it. I send it to my people. I send it to like about 20 people. You know, last night was the first night I didn't send it in maybe like two months or something like that because I just wasn't. I wasn't in the best place last night. I needed to sleep. You know. Uh, I wasn't getting. I got one, so I'm a special person. <laughs> I did. I was just uh. Now you got one. That was from Saturday. It says yesterday, one thirty seven a.m. Yeah, it was one thirty seven. That's after we was at the bonfire Sunday. thing. Yeah. We yesterday is Sunday, bro. Fam, it says one thirty seven a.m. Yeah. Not Monday. Oh, that's Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. after we left the bonfire. Well, that's cool. I still got one. Yeah. No, it's just solid. It's yeah. tight. But uh, anyway, yeah. So you know. Positive, be positive. Don't put your friends in no compromising positions. Don't be that fucking loser, weirdo person that, you know, tries to insert yourself in all your friends' drama. And your friends' lives are not your entertainment. You know what I mean? Like, I keep trying to tell you guys this. I keep saying this to people. Stop using your friends as entertainment. Stop letting people use you as entertainment. Well, a lot of people will try to live through you because they can't do what you do or be who you are. And I learned that with me and Ronell doing events and parties. You know, fake people come and go for certain reasons. And we literally seen people just, you know, adapt to certain situations, even if they're uncomfortable, just to live through something or just to say they did something or be around something. Right. And it's sad. It's unhealthy. And you'll never become who you're supposed to be doing what other fucking people do. Stop allowing yourself to be the butt of your friends' jokes. You know what I'm saying? The people here's the thing: people will always involve themselves to an extent. They're not going to be in the mud. With the grud, the grud, the grit, the grind. They're not going to be there. People will look at you and say, "Oh, what they're doing is entertaining. It's called living vicarious, right?" I can't do X, Y, Z because I've had friends who have been in relationships while yeah. I've been single. And they're like, and they're oh, like oh, "Man, I'm living through you." Yeah, go, go man, go hit that for me, man. Exactly, right? <laughs> and, that's, and, that, and that happens. Yeah, it does. Single friends, you know what I'm saying? I mean, friends in relationships do that shit all the time with their yeah. single friends. On the opposite end of that, it's you're in this drama. This is what I would do if I was, but you're not in that. Nah, you gotta let me make my mistakes and make my decisions for myself. Yeah, and I can't be the. You can't go tell my business to somebody else. No, you're making light of my my pain and my plight. Yeah, because it's not you. Because if you were involved in a situation, you wouldn't want nobody telling your shit either. Like certain shit, you got to leave alone. Yeah, you know what I mean. Stop allowing access. Stop allowing people to have access to you in your most intimate moments when you know they mean you no good. Not at all. When they, especially at that time, they're gonna use it. It's happened. Yeah, plenty of time. And they're gonna laugh at you. 
and they're gonna talk to your other, the rest of your friend group, and talk bad about you, put you down, and all, and that. all that shit. And I, there's somebody, and I'm not gonna say their name, that I really, really care about. Okay. When I heard that that person was the butt of the, certain people's jokes, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, why you guys making fun of that person like that? Like, that's foul. You know, you're not gonna tell that person that. That's how you feel. Yeah, <laughs> you niggas is gonna laugh at her like that. Like, that's that's foul. Don't do that to her. Like, that's that's wrong. You know what I mean? And everybody got something to say, and it's like, help that person heal. Help. You see that person's hurting. Walk them through whatever they're, you know what I'm saying? Don't add on, on top of this shit, because when they finally get to that, that point where they're going to They're going to remember who was there, who was not, who said what. Yeah, but yeah. they also got to sift through all that shit you put on top of them. Yeah. Where before it could have just been like, you know, one or two or three things. Now it's 10 things that got stacked on top of them. Yeah. Because everybody laid that shit on top of them. You know what I mean? Now they don't know who to trust. Now they hurt. Now they don't know what to do. You know what I mean? They're going to blame everybody else but themselves. And it's just like, come on, G. You got to. Oh, I keep trying to tell y'all, man. Keep your shit, man. Keep your shit to yourself. Stay calm. And, you know what I'm saying? Don't cause no calamity. You know what I mean? Some people don't understand it. Some people live like that. That's what their energy is. Um, not just, you know, relationship-wise, but even friends. Some people live for drama. Some people thrive off of negativity. And it's something you got to get away from or you're not going to grow. Some people only know how to function in dysfunction. That's it. That's it. You only know how to chaos. function yeah, exactly when there's chaos, when there's when everything's out of sorts. That's when you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I said this, and it was um, <laughs> to quote the Bible, uh, Proverbs twenty four seventeen: Do not gloat when your enemy falls, and when they stumble, do not let your heart rejoice. Stop taking pride in people's and other downfalls. people's fail. Yeah, fa- fails and uh, pains and discomfort, and stop taking pride in when other people go through things because it's building their character, and. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? And they're going to go through something. And they're going to go through something, and then they're going to inherit something that you couldn't even see. No, for real. They're going to inherit something that you couldn't fathom because you didn't see any good for them. And you didn't, not just that, you didn't go through your process. Because I think people who've been through things rarely judge others. People who've been depressed, people who've had nothing, people who've lost jobs, people who've, anytime you've built any type of character through a struggle or adversity, I don't think you look at others in your judgmental way. So if you're doing that, I believe you haven't been through much. You haven't lost anything. Yeah. And that's just how I feel because anybody has lost anything, anybody who has any type of insecurity, anybody who's lost a job or it's just anything, I believe you have a better mindset to be positive towards others and not look down on them or talk bad or rejoice in their failures because you know what it's like to be there. I know what it's like to not have nothing. I know what it's like to be homeless. I know what it's like to be, you know what I'm saying, not have no friends. You know what I'm saying? Feel like you're alone in a room full of people. You know what I'm saying? So you got to really take heed to who you are and what you've been through because if you haven't, you better learn something quick because I would hate to learn these lessons later on in life. Absolutely. I would hate it. Yeah, because when you're you're confronted with those situations, again, you know how to respond to them. Right. I mean, it says Jesus looked at his disciples and said, blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Blessed are you who are who hunger now for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now for you will laugh. Yes. You know what it's like to go through something. Yeah. You'll have gained that knowledge, that expertise, that experience, that wisdom on the other side. You can walk through that. You cry now. It's fine. Get through your shit. We'll laugh later. You're saying you hunger now, but we'll feast later. It's okay. And so when I look at somebody who's hungry now, you know, I, I yeah. feel like, yo, as long as you get through what you get through, bro, like we'll, we're going to be fine we're gonna on be the other great. side of that. Yeah. Exactly. It, you know, it says the kingdom of heaven is yours to inherit. Yeah. That, it will be yours. Yeah. Like these blessings, like I was telling you before, these blessings have your address on them. Yeah, it came from me. It came for you. doesn't matter where it came from. Yeah. I don't care about the return address, the shipping label, yeah. none of that. You are the two address. As long as it's coming to you, bro, it's yours. It's yeah. yours to inherit. This, this is your blessing to have. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to bask in it. 
That's, that meme I sent you with the snake in the ring? Yeah. No, that shit was funny because he had his mouth open just catching the drops. I've never seen a snake just like, this is a grand day. <laughs> basking in it. Didn't mean to have church just now, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's needed. It's needed, man. You know, we, we speak gospel every day. It's not just to have to do with church or Christianity or Methodist right. or anything. It has to do with just growing and giving game to one another from life experience yep. and what we know. So do everything we get in churchy because one thing I don't believe in is the church house and I don't care who wants to argue. We got that discussion later. Right. right, right. I believe in God and a higher power. Most most definitely I believe in a higher power. To a more as far as the structure, name, the church. structure of the house and all that. And, you know, you guys, hey, you shouldn't have done how you've been doing it. All right. Basically. <laughs> it's your guys' <laughs> fault. It's how you guys are getting down, man. I want to say, man, I am, I'm proud of us. Um, I'm proud of, I am proud of us. The 2020 March on Washington looked like that was dope. such a beautiful thing. That I know we dope. had wanted to go, you know. Was, well, I was lucky my grandma went. My dad's oh, mom. Right? Yeah, she oh, lives there and actually went. She lives in D.C.? Yeah. So oh, she right. was sending us videos and, you know what I'm saying? So it was actually pretty cool just to see her experience it and know that she's around it. So right. I'm mad I wasn't there. Not mad. I'm upset. But I definitely am happy my grandmother was there. She's such a great woman. And that she was spreading our love around. We were praying. She's using us, you know. She's saying, you know, she wants us to be covered in our blood, you know, in the love of black people and all that. And I just, I'm thankful for her and sending me that video. I'm thankful for every person who made it to represent us. And I, I'm, there's no going back. I mean, we ain't got, we ain't got right. no choice with everything going on, bro. The climate of America and the social uh, injustice and the justice system. We, there's no turning back. We can't go back. So that march is definitely something we needed because it's keeping us going. We've had plenty of marches and plenty of uh, protests, and we it, it got to be something almost every day, if not every week. We need something that highlights black people sticking together, moving together, and showing the country that once we stand up, everything's gonna fall. You know, you guys are on our backs, and when we stand up, everything's gonna fall off. So I heard someone say on national television, I forgot who it was. They said protesting. I think it was Bruce Arians. Protesting does nothing. Let me tell you. For those who think just marching and these protests don't do anything, if it's not achieving anything from a political standpoint, what it's done is brought us together. Togetherness. It's let me know. Just let my daughter know. You can have a protest. You can have a bunch of people. You have thousands of people come together, nothing but peace and harmony. When we walked through the district that day, yeah. what do we march from? We march from- We march from 23rd and Madison. 23rd and Madison. To, uh, Jimmy Hendrix Park, right? Yeah, which is Massachusetts. Massachusetts. 23rd and Massachusetts. We walked that entire way. Had a fucking blast. Had a ball. Me, you, uh, Nye, my bro, Nye. my mom, my aunt, Kenya. Yep. Yeah. You and your mom are fucking twins, by the way. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> you guys walk alike, too. That's hella funny. Um, but we had a fucking blast. We had so much fun just in the spirit of coming together and wanting to do better for our community. Yeah. Do better for black people. You know, there was a ton of white allies that were there as well. Yeah. You know, uh, they got the fuck out the way when they had to get out the way. Yeah, they they didn't, <laughs> and that's why I did like they let us have our way. They they gave us a stage, and they wasn't interfering with our purpose and us wanting to be seen because we got to be seen. Right, it has to be us in the front line. They had to see us out there marching. One thing I did respect about the protesting, which <laughs> it shows the power, because now in King County, Juneteenth is a paid holiday. Fucking time. Because this is the first year that. When I say everybody black took off, mm -hmm. everybody black took off in this state. It was the they said the first year with the highest percentage of people who called in or took taken off. So they had to do a research and do a poll, and the poll just came up and say, "Hey, Juneteenth is a pay holiday." 
It's yeah. our it's our independence. If you want to talk about black people's independence, that's our true independence. It's not America's. So I'm glad that Washington recognized that and King County recognized that. I mean, this is only Martin Luther King County. I was just gonna say that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> we only live in Martin Luther King County and uh, um in Chief Seattle's the, the Seattle's native, the Native American, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a place that is abundance of diverse people and uh, different things that had to come from segregation and from civil rights and all that and I mean it's bad here. There's racism. It's more of a of more of a like a not in your face, but um, it's here. But um, a lot of places covert. that's already been it's covert racism. Yeah, exactly. A lot of places already been. I would say that um, now it's time. Keep going. Keep marching. We gonna support you in Seattle. We're still going. They're still doing stuff. I even know what's happening. I'm hearing about shit every day. Right. They like they're in front of the um, the police chief's house are. It's police, a, police, uh, union president, union president in front of their house, waking shit up. You know what I'm saying? They went to the mayor's house uh, too. Yeah, so it's just, you know every day they still going, still working, and I appreciate that for my city and everybody else. It's just time to keep going. So back to the main also, topic of the uh, march. Down I love it. Also, oh, the Portland's going crazy. Uh, my guy Mac again. Uh, I just want to send some prayers um, down to Mac and his family. Um, he and his wife have been. A very crucial part of some of the protests down there, I believe, yesterday or the day before, someone was shot, um, I think, and killed down in Portland. So I want to send some prayers and love and light uh, to them down there. Uh, Mac, please be safe, sir. You've been on the front lines. I think Mac got maced um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, maybe it was about a week ago, maybe. I don't know. But I, I just saw the pictures that he's been posting. I've been trying to get uh, call him. We get in touch with him. I know he's been really busy. I don't want to, you know, be on that man's head or nothing. But I do want to send love, light, prayers. Uh, pray for protection uh, for, like I said, him and his family, the other protesters. Um, you see what's taking place. Um, what, what was it in Kenosha? Kenosha. Um, the white boy. Oh, was, was that Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah Kenosha, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. You yeah. see what happened there. Uh, 17-year-old kid, 17-year-old social ter- terrorist. Um, Let's took, call him what he is. Thank you for doing that. Took an that article. Which article, though? There's been so many. CNN, aspiring police officer. Fuck you guys. Straight up and down. You guys are bitch made. All the writers, everybody who's in there who has a certain type of input or or you have control, you're a bitch and a half. Because every black person killed, every black person commits a crime, you're digging for a mug shot, you're putting their worst or whatever in there. So fuck you guys very much. That little white boy had issues. You guys gave him water, said thank you for helping protect us. Right before he wouldn't kill two innocent people for protesting, which they're allowed to do in America. If we have rights, those are our rights. You guys are fucking crazy. Fuck that cracker and fuck the justice system. How about that? Uh, One of Adidas um, representatives stepped down today or yesterday. I'm trying to look up his name now um, in the midst of some comments that he made in regards to uh, the shooter. Um, trying to find his name right now. Um, hold on. He was working with the Yeezy brand. While you're finding that, did you see Pete Carroll? Yep. La. You want to talk about that real quick? La. Love it. First off, Pete, I've been new. You was a Negro Whisperer. You were at <laughs> USC. And uh, for you who never been to USC, it's in the motherfucking hood. USC if, is in the hood. No, listen, my family, yeah. it's right across the street from the ghetto. So, yes, it is. Um, if you've never been, just know that it's a rough area. It is California. It is sunny, <laughs> but it's ghetto than a motherfucker around there. Pete Carroll took a lot of kids from that neighborhood and other ones similar to it and made great athletes and gave them chances and also, I mean, helped them get paid. I don't give a fuck. 
NCAA was fucking over people. Mm-hmm. Guess what happened now? You got to pay these fucking players and make sure they're living all right. So Pete Carroll and them guys are doing what you guys should have been doing. But his legacy as a coach still lives on because he still made great, great teams, great runs. He had some of the best college collegiate teams ever played, literally. Yeah. So I'm going to give him his flowers. But as far as that speech goes, that helped me realize – Tell him what it was. Uh, he hasn't lost about. his touch because he spoke on slavery. He spoke on people in the justice system, people who are in office in the Congress need to be coached up. And I love that word because he's saying white people don't know. Black people know. And that's why we speak about it. And you guys are saying we're complaining or we do this. No, he is saying white people don't know. They need to be coached up. And if you do know, you're a part of the problem. And that was simple as he put it. And I loved him for that because he's telling the truth. White people aren't educated on this stuff. When they hear right. stuff, it's either their first time or they think it's a myth. I've literally had, had some of my friends that I grew up with who are, I'm not going to hold it against them. They're innocent. You know what I'm saying? They're all right. Mm-hmm. But as far as being my friend and my cause, they don't know nothing. Right. And so when they go to learn stuff, I had them hit me, talk to me about stuff I've, I've been learned about. You know, I've been knew about um, Jim Crow. I've been knew about the... Um, uh, education is prison pipeline. You know, I've been to, I have them ask me about stuff that's like, yeah, dude, this is real. Right. This is a real thing. Right. Yeah, Hillary Clinton's family really owned slaves. Like mm-hmm. they, that's and when it came to it, that's who created all these dare and drug war against drugs was actually war against black and brown people. Right. So from the, from the Reagan administration on. Yeah, exactly. From all the way down, um, Oliver North, uh, Reagan, all, all them guys who worked together to bring drugs into America to build it up. But they used us as the fall people. I can't believe people celebrate Oliver North like that. Bro, he's the biggest drug dealer ever. He's moved the most weight saying, out of people, everybody. Like, drugs and guns. Him. I read his book twice. Yeah. I can't I just can't believe he celebrated like he is amongst black people. I don't maybe because of the drug part, but then it's like he also helped fuck us over. He Probably. helped destroy our, our communities. You know what I'm saying? And that for a part, I can see him saying, Yeah, Oliver North, he he was putting niggas on and all that, but it's still to the point of he destroyed our communities for his own gain and for America's gain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't celebrate him like that. I read his book, though. It was very good. And, I mean, it just shows you what the system's built off of. I had to unlearn a lot about America and the system. So, you know, certain experiences and books I've read and things I've learned helped me with that. But, um, right, yeah, we, we definitely got to um, stick together as far as that goes because the system, ain't, it ain't built for us. And Pete Carroll was just letting people know that white people who are uneducated ain't going to know. And if you do know, you're just a part of the problem. And I respect him for that. And I appreciate his words and his platform because he's one of the, you know, head coaches in the NFL. He's been a coach of the year, got a, you know, Super Bowls. And it's just, he's one of the people that can speak and influential enough to where they got to listen. Right. You know, the NFL's talking about Colin Kaepernick was right. Like, bitch, we knew that. That was one of the biggest things that I, the, one of the problems that I had, not yeah. only with Pete, but yeah. also, you know, Roger Goodell and some of these other For sure. Influential people in the league. Don't say now, four years later, that he was right. He was right. He was right. We should have fuck out my. Face. We should looked into it a lot more. We should took it a lot more serious, bitch. Yeah, you fucking right. You should. I don't have. know. I don't know if the whole Jay Z effect has had, uh, or Jay Z's had a lot of effect on what's going on. You know, with the um, Jay's my guy. Community relations. I give him twenty percent. The uh, rest of it is embarrassment and Jay's, having Jay's been face. wrong though. Oh, he has been. Jay's been wrong. I think when he said that, you know, we're past kneeling, I think there's always place for protest. No, for sure. That's all right. Add to that list of things that you do to protest. Yeah. But we're not past kneeling. Not at all. Because kneeling is still a topic that. No, I only gave Jay 20%. Right of whatever effect he might have. I just I just remember, and I was on the wrong side of the fence on this as well. I know we bring up Dugar a lot on here. Yeah. Uh, You know, Mike Dugar on Twitter. You guys follow him. Um, But Dugar and I were having a conversation, and Dugar was spot on. He was like, you know, you don't say something like that in the midst of a protest. Any form of protest is a valid form of protest, period. 
The point of a protest is to, like we talked about, like that silent protest. I was pissed off. Oh, so listen, no, 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 no. I was irritated. Reese was vexed. <laughs> Look up vexed if you don't know what that means. I was so fucking mad. Because the point of protest is to call attention a to A disturbance, something. to make a noise, exactly. to be seen. I'm not going to protest that. I'm not going to uh, engage in protest that makes you comfortable. So if people are still fucked up about the kneeling, taking the knee, um, you know, because this country does not represent what it should represent for everybody or all parties involved, black and brown people especially, um, even poor white people, even poor white people, you're still persecuted at the hands of the law. I don't understand why you wouldn't be on our side. It was I forgot at which, all. I forgot which president it said. It said you make the lowest white man feel like he's greater than any one black man, and you've made an ally or something to that extent. Damn. Um, Who that's deep? You know, and they said that's all it took to make the lowest white man feel like he's better than any black man. I'm gonna look up that exact quote. Uh, what I wanted to say is a uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Wexler. Um, hold on. Got his name here. John Wexler. He was the uh, GM for Yeezy brand for Adidas. Mm-hmm. He's stepping down. Uh, a lot of people speculate that it's in the midst of what he said on social media. He said on Instagram, or he was saying that, you know, with the 17 year old kid mm-hmm. is still a victim. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Yeah. The 17 year old uh, social terrorist uh, was still a victim in his own way because. It was someone else who taught him how to be the way that he was. Someone put that gun in his hand. Someone gave him those morals and ideals. Uh, so, so thanks for th- th- thanks for for backing up what we already say. Keep going. Excuse me. Yeah. So he was basically saying, you know, he's a victim too, and you know, the parents should be held uh, liable and accountable, and you know, all these other things, um, which is bullshit. You bro, know? that shit just made me so mad just now because I haven't heard I haven't heard that yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I hate that shit, bro. He deleted the comment, but he made it under an Instagram post. Um, where somebody basically was just saying, you know, this kid's a terrorist and this kid's yada, yada, yada. So the truth about the kid. Yeah. Basically. And so, um, you know, it's just white people don't get it. They don't. Uh, I know there are some white people that get it. But even the, even the white people that, you know, go along with, like, some of the social trends, you know. I have a homegirl. Love her to death. Um, white woman. Right? Heart's in, heart's in a good place. But when you see the memes where it's like, tell a black person you love them today. Then she texts me and says, hey, I love you. I love you, too. Let me say that first and foremost, you know. But that's just, let's get this out the way. I love, I, I love you, you too. too. I really do. I really love her. She's a she's a really good friend. You know, we we have our back and forth, but I, I love her dearly. But this is not a social game. This is not a social trend. This is my life. You know, and it's it's just more. Akeem and I, uh, if, if you guys don't know my friend Akeem, most of you guys have met Akeem. He's a great guy. He was on a not this last pod, the pod before last, right? He was the intro call that we had. Um, you know, we sat down, and, and and a lot of people say, you know, uh, Akeem is, you know, whitewashed or he dates white women and all these other things. No, um, no. that's my fucking guy. But we were sitting back talking about different experiences that we've had with the police, uh, and it lets me know, you know, like even though we're quick to put someone in, like, oh, they're whitewashed, or, you know, because they date white women, it's this and that. It's like, no, nah, I still have the experiences of a black man in this country. Mm-hmm. He was telling me a story about how he had got his first car. If you've seen the King's first car, yeah, you with it, uh, he had this yellow Mustang, like the '96, like the '90s version of Mustangs. Yeah. Like the newer joints that they came out, mm-hmm. he had a yellow one his dad had bought him. Um, and he had got arrested, like pulling up to Renton Stadium when he was still in high school. Um, I think I forgot what he got pulled over for, but he, they called his dad down. And uh, Akeem's dad passed many years ago, um, you know, rest in peace. But he pulled up, and Akeem's dad was big, yeah, big dude, yeah, desk, you know what I'm saying? Like, he came fucking guns blazing, mad as fuck, fire and brimstone. You need to do this to my son. What the fuck? You wouldn't have done it if he was a white boy. You know, what the fuck did my, my son do wrong? He has his license, insurance, all this shit. 
you know, my son's sitting here on a fucking curb. Fuck that. You white boys don't get it. I'm going to fuck you guys up. Like, just pissed off. Yeah. As he should be. As he should be. Your son was accosted for no reason. In front of, he, I think he was going to marching man practice. Yeah, he told in front him, of the know, school, in front of my happened, peers. It happened in front of his peers. He's so embarrassed, you know. And and it's just like, these are the experiences that we have. I remember uh, I was telling a story before. Che and I got pulled over when I had my brown caprice. Got pulled over. Um, the cops said that they thought I was smuggling drugs. They tore up my seats, like knife ripped the, the seat, Ripped the seats up. Put, my fuck, put me on the curb. I was in handcuffs. Um, the dogs were like searching my car and shit like that. Uh, Uncle Gary, Che's dad, came down. I ain't never seen Uncle Gary so mad in my life. On fucking fire. On fire. Uh, Uncle Gary's uh, former military, former, yeah, military former man. cop as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was like, what did they do wrong? They said, oh, he had a busted, busted headlight. What? <laughs> man, get the fuck out of here, bro. You know? They, 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 you searched my car for what? You ripped my shit up for a busted taillight, my baby? As, right. a, as a young black man, I'm not going to not get out the car. You know what I'm saying? I, I know. Say, it's being scared. Like, I can say I know my rights and all that type yeah. of shit, but none of that matters. You have a gun to me. You have a gun me. to me if I don't do what you say. And there's backup. Yeah. Now yeah, they're calling another you. car. Yeah. Come on, fam. I'm just going to comply. and But I'm complying to an illegal order. Literally. A red flag. There's nothing that I, there's nothing I did to have that have happened to me. You know? Um, we were just talking about just the amount of times that, you know, we've been either arrested or, you know, and I've never served time. Yes. Yeah. I ain't never did shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I was telling a story about Michaela and I were getting ready to drive down to Portland uh, to go see the Cavs and the uh, the Cavs and the uh, Trail Budgets play. LeBron's last game playing in Portland after yeah. the Cavalier. Um, I didn't take my wallet with me. I just had some cash. I was going to go get my haircut. So, when we were living in Tukwila, I was going over to Major Leagues. Straight shot down, two miles down the street. Yeah. Um, I'm driving on the way back, fresh cut. Don't have my wallet, my ID, nothing like that on me, right? I get pulled over. I'm sweating instantly. Of course. Post-traumatic syndrome. He approaches me. He was like, you know, your uh, your tabs are expired. I'm like, yeah, officer, you know, we know. Something we're working on. Tabs just went up to like $400 or whatever the fuck that was or yeah. three, whatever. Right? Yeah, hella high. I don't just have that in my back pocket right now, you know? He was like, you know, license registration, whatever, whatever. I was like, I don't have my wallet on me, but I do, my, do know my license number. Why don't you have your wallet on you? I said, I just want to get my hair cut. I literally live two miles from... Barbershop, you know? yeah. He was like, "Well, how'd you pay?" I had twenty dollars in cash, or you know, whatever it was. I just paid him cash. Yeah. You know? But I'm telling you, I know my license number. It's not illegal for me to not have my. No, license. I give my license number right now. right now. It's yeah. gonna pull me up. <laughs> yeah, bro. So I give it to him. You have insurance? Yeah. So my you know, my girlfriend's phone. She has the app, whatever. You know. What yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. This nigga sits in the car for fifteen minutes running our shit. Not doing nothing. I'm like, so I'm in there sweating because now I'm thinking. Backup's coming. Something happened. I'm going to jail. You know I call my mom on speakerphone. I used to always do that. No, like, no. I, I listen. I'm calling my mom. Call my brother. Hey, yeah, man. Bro. Listen to this. Hey, I'm yeah. On, yeah, yeah. Put you on speaker just in case anything happens. Yeah. Go down. Right now. That's how we gotta live as black people. You see I'm, how we live? It's calling Michaela. Stupid ass. You're not answering the phone. I'm like, if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so like he comes and he's like, you know, don't uh, don't let me catch you with your with your tabs expired again. I'm like, sir, we're driving down to Portland today. You can't. I'm not gonna buy Washington tabs in Oregon. That's just. Fam, leave me alone, G. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm going to let you off this time with a warning. If you don't get that stuff taken care of, it's a $500 ticket or whatever it was. All right, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, I live a mile from here, G. I'm just driving I'm about to go right to the house. Yeah, and then we're driving down to Portland later. I'm telling you, these are our plans. You know what I'm saying? We understand that we're driving with suspended tabs or uh, expired oh, tabs. Expired tabs, but and it's going to happen. But he came back with his hand on his hip. I'm saying, hey, yeah. I'm like, dog, what are you doing? I'm sweating bullets, bro. By the time I get to the house, G, my whole shirt is just soaked. You know what I mean? Change clothes. She's like, what happened to you? Bitch, if you didn't answer the phone, you did <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she went in the car with you? No. Oh, so it was, yeah, She's you very lonely. That's what I'm saying. It's me by myself. You know what I mean? So, 
Bitch, where's your at, tennis? <laughs> yeah, I was hot. Man. And I couldn't go up her because she was getting ready for us to leave, but I'm still Yeah, like, but it's still like. What's wrong with you? you Why are you all sweaty? You all sweaty and look like you and this. Bitch, because I did. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fuck you, bitch. I'll be in the car. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's just, you know, traumatizing experiences like that, you know what I mean? Like, and the people wonder why we don't trust the cops, you know? And um, so, you know, when you see this white boy with an AR-15 approaching the cop line yeah. at the protest, and he's waving to the cops and things like that, like, to signify, hey, it's me, don't shoot. Nigga, I wish I had that motherfucking Being a black person walking with your gun towards the gun line, they're going to be like, stop. And the crazy thing is we're referring to it as the gun line, because you know what the gun yeah. line is. Gun line, boss. Come on, man. Come on, that gun line, boss. What, uh, what was Doc's name in the movie? Uh, uh, the uh, I forgot his name too. Yeah, yeah. God damn it! Uh, now I can't get right with him. Name digging, boss. Yeah, man, ran to the gun line. What was it? Because he didn't know how he didn't know what was gonna happen when he got out. Is that what it was? It was a uh, what's it called? What's it called? His character. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Because you know you've been in there for a long time, man. You're institutionalized. There's right. people to this. I know an older guy who stays in jail on purpose. Really? Literally. Hmm. Like, you know, he doesn't know nothing else. He spent 20 years of his teenage and adult life in jail, in mm-hmm. prison. Got out. He's probably only out for like four or five years. He couldn't handle it. Yikes. Some people are institutionalized. That's a real thing, man. Therapy, bro. And, and that should be the thing that we uh, we talk about as well, just therapy yeah. for, um, you know, people who get out of prison. We exactly. And that, half of them people didn't deserve what they went through. See, that's the thing about it's supposed to be reform, rehab. Reform, yeah. We Where talk we, about the prison industrial complex all the time. All the time. You guys using it for business. That's what you guys use it for, to take away jobs from construction workers and people cleaning up the city and giving it to prisoners to pay them nothing and then treat them like shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then half of them prisoners don't need to be in there because their crime doesn't match their motherfucking penalty. No fucking course not. At all. And we we, we can talk about that a lot, man, but I'm um, I'm all for. One of the things I just want to bring up real Look. fast is uh, one of the things that continues to be a topic of conversation on social media is... Uh, these these men who men and women don't let me get a twist let me uh you know differentiate them but uh who are fighting fires emergency firefighters you know in the state of California um you know helping put out the the wildfires and things like that but when they get out of when they get they out can't of prison, get a job you can't get a job I'm, as a firefighter Wuda that's what I grow with somebody from right here in Seattle one of the most fucked up things ever Wuda's not a firefighter he, he can't he can't be. I thought he, he was he, he is but the program he went to was because of that stuff you know mm, so. Okay. It's hit and miss. It's pick here and there. So he has a, he travels. He goes like you know, he really go all the way to Eastern Washington to work. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right, come right. back and shit. It's nothing that's local. No fire station or nothing like that. Right. 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 Um, that's something that has to be discussed. Um, and on a lighter note, <laughs> strip club's about to open back up. Yeah, it's going down. And we need to have alcohol in the strip clubs. We got to go to this. Ooh, that's the stuff you march on the Olympia for. But we got to come with a game plan. We got to say what it affects and why it's good to do and the revenue to bring in. We got to, because they're going to want to know why can we do it? Not just to party all night. Well, what else is going to come? Well, I mean, just if you want to have an influx of revenue for a particular industry. See, that's just what you tell them. That's how you get it to going because in a second, we're about to open up a juke joint. Uh, I'm completely with it. I am. I'm 1 million percent on board with that. Find a nice little warehouse. Mm -hmm. How's the juke joint? Well, I'm moving to Tacoma, so it's whatever. Niggas want to come to the Tac Town. <laughs> it's going down in the Tac Town. Did you not oh, know? I can't wait to move. Did man. you not know? I cannot. Oh, I know. The real world. I s- Reese edition. Let me keep 
in my comments to myself. I was gonna say something. I'm about to man, man, I'm on my way. I'm coming too, man. Fuck it. I'm to attack. Let's do it. Fuck it. <laughs> nice house, man. It is Very a, nice it is house, a nice man. House. Um I'm getting stuff out of there. We'll be in there completely by October first. Nice, nice. Very nice house. Four bedroom house. Shout out to my cousin Ooh, that, Bia. That's what's up. It's tight, man. Um yeah. Summer's going to school remotely. Yes. Uh so that won't be a thing. Yeah, my sister is doing right now. Um, I um, let me send a shout out to the kids because you guys are gonna deal with something totally different. I believe it's harder to do homeschooling than it is to do school at school because you have so many distractions. You're in a comfortable place. Nobody's watching you, telling you what to do. Nobody's right. saying sit in your class, raise your hand, and go to the bathroom. None of that. I'm definitely just going to take a piss. You're not stopping me from doing exactly. That. And they're making these kids do at least five to six hours a day. So it's still a hell of time on a computer sitting in one place. Right. So I shout out the kids because me, I found a way to get out of actual physical school. Right. So picture what I would do right now. Right. I'm doing everything. Listen. That camera's not even on? Jamming. I'm popping it. Listen. Especially if kids are real savvy, they got the little Bluetooth yeah. headphones. And just, man, I'm not. Be all everywhere else but around the shit. No, dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> dead ass. For bro. real. Um, okay. Oh, and then um, I know we're. Running short of time. Are we running short of time? Has it been an hour? Probably. We're coming up on an hour. Maybe a little past hour. This is a little past hour. Um, I do want to give a shout out to my guy, my brother, man, uh, Devlin Dynish. Um, he has been working on this comic, City of Doors, for a little bit now. He's, oh, yeah. Um, I've seen you post that. That's dope. He got hired on as a writer, um, and they've they've uh, charged him with writing one of the spinoffs from the series. Nice. Um, it is... Uh, what happened? Oh. Oh. Hey, girl. Um, spinoff for the series is called Void Order. Nice. I'm not sure what Dev's deadline is, uh, but I know it'll be coming out uh, pretty soon. So whenever that happens, though, this is definitely happen, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I will call Dev right now. Dev is a, a teacher. Okay. And so um, okay, let me see something real fast. Let me see. We're gonna have to end up calling Yay too. We can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I'm the brand ambassador for uh, District Money now. Hey, congratulations, so. sir. We're going to definitely get it going, man, and the culture will be revived. Congratulations, sir. That's tight. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah. Brother, man, what you got going? What's going on? Oh, man, you're live on the podcast right now. Say hello to the people. Oh, I'm on the podcast, huh? What are they doing? They're Dinesh! (laughs) (laughs) Brother Dinesh, how you doing, brother? Want to, want to say two things real quick before um have a conversation with you. One, uh, rest in peace, Solo Doe. Happy birthday. Thank you. To the guy, yes, yes sir. sir. Um, and then the two, man. we are talking about Void Order. Oh, a convert. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, brought it up. What do you want to know? Uh, well, really just want you to kind of explain, you know, what's going on with that and, you know, what if you have a release Can't date. Can't really give any story spoilers, really, but... Uh... No, nah, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know. Well, no, but I did, I did say that you know it was a spinoff uh, from City of Doors. Yeah, it's a spinoff of City of Doors. It was a Canadian uh, webtoon mm-hmm. that I got brought in from my friend uh, Rose. Shout out to Rose. Shout out and Rose. They me as a writer, and they reached out, and then um, I read through some of the work, and they wanted to do some social commentary on uh, police brutality and stuff. So I was brought in to kind of do that, like nice. counselor for that, consultant for that. I mean, and, um, then I pitched. You know, doing a spinoff, and then from there, I uh, wrote five episodes for a webtoon. Nice. I was going to see one issue, and then I had to 
trying to find a black illustrator that wasn't that was taking commissions or that wasn't overbooked was really hard. But I found one to do a concept art, and I got one uh, one person to do the uh, it was actual like illustration for the comic. So you you hired on who Metallica to do the concept art? Yeah, he did, he did the concept art. Got you. Shout out to Metallica too. Very talented artist. He did the concept art, and then. Uh, the illustrator I'm gonna showcase him too. So he said, "Don't say nothing yet." So I'm kind of keeping that. Okay, no worries. <laughs> we'll talk offline. Um, but then the next goal is to turn into an animated pilot, short pilot. Okay, it's a beautiful so thing. So that's baby. the that's the journey. Um, do want to say congratulations, bro. I know you've done a lot of work and you continue to do a lot of work uh, with artists here. Um, you know, you've done a lot of things. Even the internship that you had, you know, um, doing some amazing work, brother. The the Sky is the limit for you, my guy. You know I believe in you. Thank you, Daniel. Of course. Definitely. Bravo always loved that, man. Strippers over there. What's that about? Oh, you know, we got strippers uh, Sunday through Thursdays. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know how we do. Men's meeting on Thursday evening, brother. Bring some dip. <laughs> <laughs> Bring some dip, Thursday, brother, for the men's wings, meeting. Man, that's, that's, that's <laughs> hot wings and uh, Pillsbury biscuits. You know what we like, brother. The Pillsbury biscuits. Come on. Come on. Don't go, though. Wash it absolutely. Shit, wash it down with some Kool Aid. Come on, man. Nigga, Hawaiian roll hot dog buns. Okay, uh, those are fire. The Hawaiian, the, flame the Hawaiian on. roll, uh, um, uh, hamburger buns. Dog flame on fire. Le- left flame. Yeah, bro. Uh, Dev, you said you over there with uh, with uh, Sabia. Let's get my uh, my homegirl. Tell I said what's up, man. I like her. Re- uh, reset. What's up? She's still playing. Uh, yeah, she's still yeah, playing Mario Kart. Uh, we had like this uh, meeting with the school district today. It was like this. Citywide, like uh, race equity, kind of weird. All right, Seattle uh, race equity thing that uh, training for Seattle School District. Dev, you said what for the Seattle School District? Yeah. Okay, got you. Well, actually, well, I, I, they said other schools are doing it, but specifically, we we're doing it with Ingram, so because that's where we work. All right. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Well, man, um, we just got sent back. there's not too many people better, man, to help shepherd the, the youth. I know that you're very involved and you're very passionate and you care about these kids. So, shopping back there. Man, wilding, man. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. All right, brother. I'm going to pop down uh, Pop down to you downtown, man. Um, we're about to wrap yeah, up here. Of course, of course. Um, oh, wait, real quick, Dev. At the new spot, I got a couch just like yours. <laughs> it's, it's the one. I said, hey, look, I said that corner I right the there. Couch in, the, in the city, dog. I said that. I said that corner right there. That's my corner. I said, yep, I'm in there. Fall asleep every time, guaranteed. That's that's the one. I had to put that out there. All right, brother. Well, thank you, man. Um, again, keep up the amazing work, man. All Congratulations right, on everything, sir. Thanks. Much love, baby. RP Solo Doe, man. Yes, sir. Man, the goat. The goat, man. All right, brother, man. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love. Let I do, man. Love Definitely my guy, guy, man. I love I love the Dinish family as a whole. Some Absolutely. of my favorite people. So not it's gonna be a part of that bloodline. She's out of town popping her shit. So now nah, you be safe, you have fun, and you bring your ass home. <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna get out. What was that joint by Mafia D? Hold up, I looked it up. I got it. It's called You got it already, man. Shout out um Stunna Kid and Mafia D. Just shot the video. It was actually good high energy, man. It's one of my niggas, man. We lost a lot of people, so uh, yeah, check it out. That's a little.
That really hurtin', that's no lie, nigga. That's no lie. Just me and bro when we slide, nigga. When we slide, Kept nigga. a 30 on the side with us. They knew that Brody always kept that 45 with him. He knew if he get live, then I get live with him. Do you believe in hell? Cause one day you gon' die, nigga. I knew that day would come, but not my nigga. Not my nigga. I know one day I'ma die, nigga. That's a fact, not a lie, nigga. I just wanna know why, nigga. Asking God why you gon' take my nigga. Why you take my nigga? You could've took a eye, but you really took my nigga. Damn, damn, damn. Why you gon' take my nigga? Why you gon' take my nigga? If I was down, would've died with him. To catch him slipping, gotta slide with us. When he left, he ain't leaving kid behind to spend time with him. Is it a crime to cry? Cause I miss my need. In courtesy of CYS, I'ma pimp this bitch. Post dramatic from his deaths, I'ma drink this fifth. The other side think we pulling these skits, then I'ma let him. When T.O. died, we double back and then we left him. What was the odds to catch that nigga out of section? Revenge for a murder, so we consider that a blessing. I'ma cross your path and I ain't talking in a second. Cause you can die, nigga. Ever since that day, that's how I felt when they took my nigga. Yeah, and I ain't going out like that, so I'ma keep my strap. I know one day I'ma die, nigga. That's a fact, not a lie, nigga. I just wanna know why, nigga. Asking God why you going take my nigga, why you take my nigga. You could've took a eye, but you really took my nigga. Damn, 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 damn. I know one day I'ma die, nigga. That's a fact, not a lie, nigga. I just wanna know why, nigga. Asking God why you going take my nigga, why you take my nigga. Hey, you coulda took a eye, but you really took my nigga. Damn, damn, damn. Why you going take my nigga? Yeah, they just shot the video, Liberty Park. Seattle to Tacoma, much love. Shout out Sonny Kid, Mafia D. That's fucking hard. We didn't even say what episode this was before we got up out of here. What episode is it? 79? Episode 79. All right, man. All right, man. Fuck all this. Hold real quick and we're going to get up out of here. Well, listen, man. It's really checking in. Appreciate you guys for listening. For you guys taking your time out of your day. We appreciate y'all. Tuning in for real, for real. Shout out Reese, man. Appreciate you, big dog. It's always a blessing to get together and talk with a player. Absolutely. Well, you know what, man? I know Cat's been there. No, c- no ceilings. Yeah, ah, here you go. Well, um, you guys be good, man. I'm gonna get myself together. Get about my business. Enjoy your day. Be blessed and bless others. This is Jay Z had to say, "Hot damn!" He had to he had to give it up. So Lil Wayne was born. Lil Wayne, Wayne stole this shit. He didn't have to pay for it. The best rapper alive. Hit me. Good morning, New York. Good afternoon, New Orleans. You don't feel this, you ain't got a pulse. Good night, America. <laughs> yeah. Go is what I got, little mama. Go is what I got, Berlin. Go is what I got, Shawty. Go is what I got, baby. Come on, I'm paid, I'm paid, I'm paid, I'm paid. Hey, give a woman none. Uh uh-uh. uh, I already gave my.
my brother's son. It's my sister's turn. Ain't it funny how the fish do burn? Put your boy, just relax like a fresh new perm. As the world in the barrel of the pistol turn. But we get it how we live, never live and learn. Gotta talk about the flow, cause you is concerned. Only down south rapper could have been in the firm. Oh, the commission on Wu Tang, nigga. Trying to tell you I can kick it like Wu Tang. Got that sub zero flow, how you owe me, man? Nigga, get over here like Scorpion. And when it comes down to this recording, I must be LeBron James if he's Jordan. No, I want rings for my performance. I'm more Kobe Bryant up in all this. Same coach, same game, been starting. And Wayne wasn't the greatest. triangle offense. If Wayne wasn't the greatest. The referee niggas is lame. They call charging. I have no brain. I'm retarded. We all not the same. I'm a Martian. You can be my Jane. I'm your Tarzan. I'm from the jungle where the snakes is all poison. I am magnificent like Marcus. You might want to fall back like August or late September, whatever you call it. I hit niggas in the head like Varnage. I ain't talking to no particular audience. But understand I'm a guardian And understand there won't be no guard in him You would just get played like an accordion I don't give a damn if she's bullshit I keep pussy running like a faucet She better catch like she's Steve Logic Because I'm what's up like Martin <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, see I know y'all talking about me You don't like what you hear sometimes But um, um since I'm so bright, I'm gonna put the spotlight on you, baby. I'm playing this whole way. Joke. Like Wayne Rock. I know you need to stop, stop, baby. I know when you're not bored, and that is easy, baby. Plus up now, blaze, hey blaze, hey blaze, hey blaze. Tell the world, take six. Young dictionary, make words make sense. Then I make sense, make dollars, make the skinny girl holler, make the fat girl hungry, make the ugly girls want me, but the pretty girls only make the shy girls horny, make the fly girls corny. And only for me, because of who I am, holla back and I'm on it. Hey, now holla back if you own shit. The CEO of the moment, bullshit, I don't condone it. Oh, baby, just hop on it. <laughs> you like that? I know. My guy, man. Wayne can't do this no more. It's all good. Uh, appreciate y'all tuning in. That was this is episode seventy nine, I believe. Did you say seventy nine? Seventy nine. He gonna kill me. Anyway, episode seventy nine of uh, the recent release show. We are out of here. We'll catch you guys next week. Appreciate y'all. Much love.